Initialize sequence. Yo, what up? This is Prozac. This is Shaq's too dope from his St. Cloud Posse. Yo, uh, yeah, this is Breeze. Yo, this be the one them called Tech Nine. What's up? This is Mad Child. This is your boy Spider-Man, a.k.a. Brother Lynch, huh? Jared from Head P.E. Yo, what up? This is Hop. My name is Recognized. This is Boondock. Yo, this is you Down, homie. Welcome to the Underground, Australia's home of underground music. Jumping into episode 16 of the Underground Amp, it is Ned joined by Jace L. Herbert on his return and Amin Azor down the line. Boys, how are you? Starting with Jay. Uh, good to be back, man, live and in the flesh. Not some lame-ass pre-record from about three or four weeks ago. Back here, this is fine. I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Nim. How about that? How are you, brother? Man, it, it's been good to be back, dude. It's been good to be back. We had a, a brief hiatus because last week, of course, was a very, very busy week. We had the GMO Ski Tour, which was the awesome <laughs> gotta say. It was a great thing. We probably have to beat that one out, but I, I couldn't think of anything better. Gmo, one of the nicest cats you will ever see. It's actually pretty funny too because after the show, he was just walking among the people, and it was just so funny because like he was telling me how like because I was telling him how I uh, skipped school to buy the D12 album. Yeah. And he's like, "How old are you, man?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm 34." And he's like, "Dude, I'm 26." So. I was still, like, in grade school at the time. <laughs> <laughs> he probably would have still done the same things after a couple of conversations, man. But, hey, man, is it great to, like, chat with Jay once again? He greeted you with a, you know, like, you haven't spoken to him in a little while. And he, he, the love that was shown. <laughs> uh, There's nothing but love in, man. Yeah, i got to say, too, because, like, I'm actually a little bit concerned because, you know, my voice, like, I'm not putting it out there, like, you know, like, oh, my voice is my calling card or anything like that. But I do a lot of shows. And, uh... <laughs> I don't have a voice, I'm pretty screwed. But at the same time, I'm not getting on the phone with Jay and not doing a, hello there, Chipper. <laughs> and what did you say, Jay? Hey, I'm just trying to think of the uh, health of his vocal cords, man. I don't want him screwing them up. Of I course you are. I doubt that very much, Jay. I doubt that very much. But hey, let's talk about the Gmo Ski Tour because I reckon Gmo really picked up a lot of fans. And he's already got a huge supporter base down in Australia. And a big shout out to all the guys of Team Gmo Ski. It was great to catch up with all you boys. Oh, and, definitely, uh, man. But before we jump into that, Nim, your photo has just come through of Frenzel Rom and your awesome collection. Look at that, JLH. Oh, wow. That Nim's is awesome. Big Frenzel Rom fan, of course, an Australian punk rock band here that have been around forever. Ever, but that is a good thing, and we will be catching up with lead singer Jay Whaley a little bit later on in this show. They've got a gig coming up on Saturday, this time next week in Brisbane, the Dead of Winter Festival. So stick around for that. Nim, bit of a punk rock fan, man. Hell yeah, dude. And just a quick, I'll just to give you an idea of how much I do like Friends of Rom and how small the world is when you think about it. Because I've mentioned, I think you know, I'm a pretty big Scar fan too, and Leston Jake is yes. probably one of my other favorite bands. So Less Than Jake and Frenzel Rom are actually really good mates. So much so that Less Than Jake have got a song that is called Jay Frenzel. And it talks about one time where Jay Frenzel had some of the special lollies, we'll just say, <laughs> and uh, went and completely trashed Less Than Jake's buff. Oh, look out. Yeah. Well, he is a very fun dude, man. I've got to say that. And he drops some, just some little funny stories in this one and talks about being a soccer dad and 
whatnot now, which I found funny, so I could relate a lot. So definitely stick around for that one. Punk rock kids, man, they'd be like our age now, these guys, friends or Romans. Yeah, they would be. So it was cool to finally catch up with him. I, I've been listening to them since the, oh my God, Mom, Mom Chins Chins Deluxe. Yeah, yeah, that's right. A fantastic album, that one. That was Beat the Family all the way back in the day. And one of my favorite songs too, which is off, the, I think it's a 2003 album, San Susie, I'm just picking it up now and having a quick look, is Russell Crowe's band is a effing pile of F. <laughs> <laughs> Swallow those tasty nuggets. It's a very JSL Herbert thing to say, isn't it? <laughs> You're an idiot, Russell Very Crow. direct and to the point. <laughs> and, and many, I, I know I've already like done a JSL Herbert beat job here, but another one of my favorite songs, which is also on that same album of uh, Mum Chains of the Lost, which is probably my favorite Frenzel album, is you're going to have to get ready for the beats. The get you can't move into my house. Oh, man. They're, yeah, I remember that one, man. And there's some... They actually released a new album last year. I picked that up, dude. And they, they just... The High Viz High T. Yeah, it's a great album, man. There's a song on there called Pervert. And I asked if it, you know, if he based that song on anyone because... Nim's a guy that you used to work with as well as me. We've been around, you know, these pervert sort of dudes that, you know, spend a lot of time looking up their adult film and mm. whatnot. Mm. Like, even during school uh, school hours, during work hours. No, I'm pretty sure it's even during school hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's definitely true. But, yeah, we'll, we'll chat with him a little bit later on. But you were mentioning GMO Ski. You caught up with him. You both had that sort of D12 background there. Hey, and, and my other favourite thing, we sort of dubbed ourselves the filthy the Avengers because he was wearing a Spider-Man jacket and I was wearing an Iron Man jacket. It was like Spider-Man Homecoming except at Laundry Bar. Yeah, man. How good was the show, too? There is a whole bunch of, like, photos and whatnot up on our Instagram page as well as Magic Ninja Australia. Johnny Fitz, by the time this drops, may have put together a little bit of a video package of it, too. It was a big one, and this is how I know Herbs was seriously ticked off at me. Herbs always supports everything I do. He was like, hell no, I ain't coming to that. That is completely 100% not true in the I ain't coming to that analogy. I I had work, I couldn't get off. I didn't realise that you uh, played that. That's completely 100% false sound effect there, Nettie. (laughs) 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 This podcast is going downhill. That's my favourite sound effect. I'll I'll put them away for this week, though, Jay, because I know you're very emotional in your older age. No, emotional is probably not the, uh, I suppose, yeah, Anger is an emotion, isn't it? Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> but moving on. Yeah, moving right along. There's a there's a handful of those GMO Ski Tour t-shirts left on the website too. So pick them up, magicninjaaustralia.com. And thank you to everyone that came out and seen GMO. The Melbourne crowd especially was phenomenal. Like, there was people leaving after GMO finished his set and he was opening up for Stevie Stone and Ritz. So that was crazy. Well, like I said to you, Nettie, like, Laundry Fire has got a very, very um, esteemed history because I used to go to hip-hop nights there back when I was in uni. So Melbourne really loves its hip-hop and really supports the underground. I mean, there are so many people, like guys like, you know, you think of blokes like 360, Muffin Platonic, all of these guys. They're just they're Melbourne guys. I was telling um, Johnny Fitz, actually, about an MC who I'm not sure if he's still active or not, but he used to be called Reason. 
from the Bentley area. He's a school teacher. <laughs> and then by night, he spits bars, which is just insane when you think about it. And uh, That is crazy. So I was, it was great to sort of see. It was a really cool little homecoming because I hadn't been at laundry since probably about 2011. So. <laughs> it was a fun <laughs> so night out, though, cool. dude. And, and like you said, you said Stevie Stone, man, he was awesome. But following up Gmo, that's a hard thing to do right there because he bought... <laughs> So much energy, and the crowd was going nuts as you'll see in these videos. And Ritz, man, hats off to him again, too. Next time Ritz comes, you got to be there, man, because both shows. That's right. Mim and Ned been holding it down, but excellent show. Thank you for everybody that came out. Jay, we'll forgive you, man. There was another Droogie in attendance that night who looked just like you. Remember that, Nim? That's right. That was very, very funny. It's good to see. It's good to see that even though that Jay can't be there to support us in person, he'll send one of his representatives, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. just one of my doppelgangers. I'll just send them out. One of his many, <laughs> many doppelgangers. But, dude. Hey, on the topic of Ritz, I found it pretty interesting that he's had a contract at the end of August, is it? Yes, and he's and starting up his own record label, which is going to be all sorts of awesome. And I did like that he pointed out that, like, there's no picking sides. If you like strange music, you like strange music. If you like clientele, you like clientele. Just like everything, man. Just support everything. That's yeah, how it gets yeah. bigger. Yeah, 100%. There's no beef at all happening there. He's just finished up his contract and going his own way, which is fair enough, man. Like, he hasn't left halfway through or anything like that. Like, mm-hmm. don't expect any dish tracks or anything. He's just doing his own thing. He's been representing clientele forever anyway, so I think it's a cool thing. Mm, very much so, man. But, man, you had the weekend of your life, and this one, I was gobsmacked when I saw this. And you held it. You held this one under the cards very well. You caught up with AJ Styles, not over the phone, but in person. Tell us about this one, man. And also, the fact that these guys are heading out our way. You predicted it. You said it was coming. Triple H held it back a little on you, though, man. <laughs> in fact, the week beforehand when we had Triple H on the show, he, when we asked him, remember, it was just like any update from Australia. He's like, oh, we'd like to make it happen. We'd like to do this. You know, there's a lot of things, blah, 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 blah. And then boom, all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, by the way, we're going to meet the MCG on October 6th. It's funny but, too, um, man, before you go any further, when I heard that, I'm like, man, he's playing that down big time. I'm, I actually started to think it's not going to happen. I oh. thought that too, because it's like, it's, it's, we're getting closer and closer. We're halfway through our football season. An Australian tour normally is like announced at the start of the year, but uh, it's just, yeah. I was thinking the same thing too, Nettie. Yeah, I honestly did. I heard it. I'm like, Triple H, you are a master of deception because I thought, he's playing that down. He said, oh, we want to take it every everywhere sort of thing and I'm like I don't think that's gonna happen those rumors may have been squashed but great news they're heading out here and you caught up with AJ to talk more about it tell us about this man in the flesh I want to hear about this man you're on TV for this damn it oh uh, yeah I was uh, roaming in the background that's one of the news services and I gotta say man that was hilarious I gotta say that too many journos out there just do your homework come on it's, it's pretty simple were they like what were they saying like it is embarrassing I hear it a lot too like I've interviewed tech and that sort of stuff before and mm. and I followed up and then afterwards he goes it's good to talk to someone who knows what they're talking about because I get so many that are like so tech exactly and you're a great like, rock and roll artist yeah or it'd be like so Adge Styles how's things man Adge yeah. <laughs> <laughs> surely that didn't go down no thankfully that didn't happen but like at the same time you know they, they were just there doing their job whereas for me it was, there. it was a bit of a thrill so it was cool to sort of talk to AJ Styles about video games if you listen back to the little 
little interview. And you know what? We might even tack that on the end of uh, one of the Underground Amp podcasts as well. Maybe we'll chuck that on next week's edition. Yeah. What do you think, yeah. man? So next week, AJ Styles on the show. We'll drop it here now. Jay, you're excited about that? Oh, I'm really excited for that. AJ <laughs> is, well, he's phenomenal. Exactly, exactly. And he's also one of the nicest human beings you will ever get to meet. It was just so funny, too, because the first thing he sees when he sees my Sonic the Hedgehog phone cover <laughs> is, is just like, hey, dude, do you, do you like video games? We were just talking about video games. That's awesome, man. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, man. It was, it was really cool. Carmella is also one of the most adorable human beings you will ever chat to. It's actually really funny too, Nettie, because Carmella plays, she's a bad guy on TV, but she actually reminds me of one of my favorite human beings in the world, your daughter, if she was to grow up, because she's <laughs> so bubbly and she's just so nice. But you know that she's got that, that switch in her that can turn her into a psychopath at some point in time. So, yeah, uh, well, my daughter has that too, so there you go, <laughs> man. That, that's crazy right there. So I guess we won't give too much away for that. You can stick around and hang out until next week to hear AJ Styles, though, the phenomenal one. It is no secret he is my favorite wrestler, and I'm very envious of that, man. I've got a little pop. I'd like to say, oh, man, it's up in the cabinet, like, you know, far away, but it's actually next to my bed, man. I'll wake up looking at that AJ Styles (laughs) pop. I freaking love it, man. So that is great right there. It's probably one of the coolest pops you'll get next to a Kevin Smith pop, which I have. (laughs) Yeah, you got to love those things, man. I could talk all day about them, man. But also on the topic of wrestling, we'll get more into the big thing. It is happening in Melbourne a little bit later on this year. Nims called it. And then Triple H played it down. And then a week later, bam, it's out in the open. But we do have the House of Hardcore before that one, Nim. That is in, what, we're like 14 days away, two weeks. It's going to be big. Very, very much looking forward to it, too. And, hey, just a shout-out to you to any wrestling fans out there. And as we talk about AJ Styles and House of Hardcore, if you only have two hours watch wrestling in a week. You can watch the WWE if you want, but really take a look across the road and see what Impact Wrestling is doing at the moment because, Nettie, they are back. They are building on all cylinders. They've got some pretty cool stories. And I know that, like, you know, we're very time poor these days, but Mm. I do my best to at least jump onto YouTube and check out the little five-minute clips that Impact is doing because they have actually, they're bouncing back and they're building a nice little audience. And, Nettie, do you remember Pentagon Jr. from Lucha Underground? Yes, definitely. One of my favorites. Well, he's starting with the Impact Boys now. There's a whole bunch of crossover. Impact's working with House of Hardcore. Impact's wow. working with all of these other companies. So, like, the borders have really been broken down a little bit. But, yeah, Pentagon Jr. is on board with Impact. He's feeding with Sammy Callahan, who's one of the psychopath wrestlers. He's awesome. Eddie Edwards is feuding with Tommy Dreamer. It is really, really cool. Moose is in this huge program with, uh, with Austin Aries. So if you do get a chance, check out Impact. It's the sleeper cell, man. It's it's something that more people should be watching, and I really, really look forward to checking out what happens on Impact each week, which uh, drops away for a little bit. Dude, I love to hear you say that, and this is the next question I want to ask you, man. How the hell do we watch it? That's the thing. I don't, I'm not actually sure. What is very, very cool is the WWE Network has been putting out a couple of specials. And this just goes to show you just how much the, the landscape has changed with Impact Wrestling because they did a, a show called Table for Three where it had AJ Styles, Kurt Angle, and Shane McMahon on it. And they're showing footage from Slammiversary. They're showing footage from Turning Points. They're showing all this TNA footage. And there's a plug at the end that goes and says, if you would like to see AJ Styles matches, get go to... 
Impact Wrestling here and, and stuff like that. There's a Hardy Boys documentary that shows Victory Road from 2011 on it. That's it's crazy. Bizarre. So really, you got to like check out Impact. The Dixie era is gone. It's finished. It's done and dusted. Oh, thank goodness for that too, man. Impact Wrestling or TNA Wrestling has always been my favorite. That's, you know, the six-sided ring, AJ Styles, all those dudes. Motor City Machine Guns back in the day. I yep. absolutely love that brand of wrestling and great to see they're crossing over with House of Hardcore and whatnot. So there you go. There's some homework for this week. Mm-hmm. Jump on YouTube, check it out. Do your thing. Support that. You like oh, underground yeah. music? Get into underground wrestling. That's what it's all about. That's yeah. what I forgot to mention. They're putting up. This is how cool Impact is. They're putting up full pay-per-views, full episodes of Impact uh, on YouTube. Well, that's what we need to do. We need to jump onto YouTube and just get amongst it any way you can. Support this brand, man, because it's been around for a long time, and it's like a little hidden gem. But we are running out of time. House of Hardcore is coming up in 13 days' time. Friday the 13th, is that right? Of yeah, July. No, yep. It is all going down. Tommy Dreamer's House of Hardcore. We will be there in full effect. Scoop up your tickets now. Theundergroundaustralia.com.au You boys hype for that? I'm very, very yeah. much hyped. And uh, we talked to Mick Foley. Go back into the archives and have a little look and a bit of a listen to his mix. A really, really cool guy. He probably doesn't remember even talking to us the minute he got off the phone. He's had that many chair shots to the head. <laughs> <laughs> because this week actually celebrates 20 years since uh, he was thrown off Hell in a Cell. Can you believe it? That is crazy wow. right there. And guaranteed he doesn't remember talking to us. That's the greatest <laughs> thing about interviewing dudes like Mick. You're like, well, you can make an absolute fool of yourself. You know, he's not going to remember it the next day. Hell yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, so yeah. stick around. We've got Jay Whaley of Friends of Rom heading your way next. We'll be back next week. Nims dropped it. We're going to throw his interview with AJ Styles on that show. Plenty to hang around for. Herbs, are you going to be there? I'll be here. Damn, look out. <laughs> He's very disappointed. He was hoping, he was probably thinking, damn it, I wish I could use those pre records again. This podcast has gone down the tubes. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Sully Erna from Godsmack, and you are listening to The Underground. Crank it up. Catching up with Jay from the infamous Frenzel Rom. Jay, how are you, man? I'm all right. Thanks for the infamous tag. I like that. Yeah, well, you guys are now legendary in the punk rock scene here in Australia, man. Good. Nice, thank you. <laughs> I was going to say, man, I wanted to kick things off saying it's great to see you guys playing regional shows. How was it in Warnable? Oh, Warnable. Bloody marvellous. I do enjoy touring in regional Australia. If you get that, that sort of fine balance between sort of whether you're going to get fed and a beautiful meal or, or housed in a, a great sort of accommodation or get bashed walking down the street. <laughs> well, how did it go in Warnable? Did you get bash walking down the street or did you survive, man? No, but we, we were put up in this lovely house that the venue had organised for us. But then in the middle of the night, there was a stranger in the lounge room. Oh, as that's you a, do? That's sort of freaky stuff. <laughs> I love it. It's on your toes. So what happened there, man? You just woke up and there's just some random dude standing in the lounge room. like Our tour manager woke up and thought it was me and then looked over and saw that I was in the bed. <laughs> and then and then sort of ran out the lounge room and he ran out. He left. Wow. Everything's still there, man? They didn't rob you or anything like that? Yeah, as far as we know. Wow, there you go. Well, that's crazy. I, that brings me to my next question, which will probably be a no after that, man. I was going to say, are we going to see any more regional shows? Yeah, no, no way. No, I'm staying in the city. <laughs> no, of course. No, of course. Yeah, we love it. We love playing anywhere that people can be bothered getting off the couch and coming to see us. 
Oh, definitely, man. In the dead of winter festival coming up this coming Saturday in Brisbane. Are you excited to be getting amongst the, another festival? Oh, it's going to be great. We've been playing a few of these festivals recently. We played one in Adelaide called A Day of Clarity the other um, Saturday, which was wonderful. And a few of those bands are actually playing at the Dead of Winter Festival as well. You've got your uh, Pagan, uh, we're playing both High Time. That's so bad it. Friends of Rum. <laughs> what a lineup. That's at Winter Festival. It's bad. You had me sold at Friends of Rum, man. I was going to ask you, though, what's your sort of thoughts on the lack of festival scene in Australia at the moment, man? Like the big day out sort of done now. Same deal with Soundwave. What are your thoughts on this? Oh, look, there are actually a lot of festivals, but they're just sort of smaller, sort of more niche kind of festivals, I think. And uh, I reckon it's better. I like it. I prefer them over those big behemoth festivals with 50,000 people and, you know, it's, a, they're sort of, it's kind of part of my nightmare-like situation, those, those massive festivals. Yeah. Having said that, I think the Download Festival is going to expand this year to uh, take care of that sort of massive kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, I, I honestly prefer these smaller kind of, you know, more boutique festivals, if you will. Yeah, that's cool to hear, man, and I hear what you're saying on Download as well. I think that's branching out to Sydney, if I hear right. Is that right, Sydney and Melbourne? Yeah. Chance we'll see friends along that? Um, there is an outside chat. I'm, I'm not at liberty to discuss it in full detail yet, <laughs> but um, there's an outside chance. Oh, that's if great. If I were a betting man, I'd chuck a lazy fire on it. <laughs> there you go. On an each way bet. There you go, man. Well, you have me sold. Wink, wink kind of deal. I like that. Now, I've got to say, man, and this is a bit fanboy here, but I've been listening to you guys since mum changed the locks way back in the day, and it's it's great to see you still going strong and sort of keeping things fun, I guess, man. And the High Viz, High T albums, great example of that, man. And I wanted to know, do you have like a pervert friend or something that, that first track's based on? Oh no, that was um I wrote that when I was uh I was at, at an ocean pool with my son and, and there was a guy sort of hanging around and he really looked like a seventies kind of pervert. <laughs> and um and you know, he was he sort of had the lanky hair and he was wearing sort of sunglasses and looking a bit shifty and then I um I realized that it was old mate from the junior. Oh, Yes, if I'm going to dance. So, um, you know, you just got to be careful with your fashion choices. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, man. I was going to say, like, yeah, here at work, we've got, like, a bit of a pervert sort of deal. He takes, or we used to have him here. He used to take, like, half an hour out of a day to catch up on his adult industry sort of websites, if you know what I'm saying. And, oh, well, God. Yeah, yeah, that song kind of reminded me of him. So, there you go. <laughs> Another one, man. School reunion. I wanted to know, Jay, have you have you had your school reunion yet? It's sort of getting to that kind of time for me. I'm sort of dreading it. Have you had yours? Yeah, I didn't go to mine. As the uh, song would suggest, I managed to uh, manage to avoid it because um, uh, you know I prefer those people to all jump in the ocean. Maybe <laughs> except a couple. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, but for the most part, I can yeah, I can leave that part of my life behind. I did actually change the names of the of the people in that song because I knew if I'd use their real names then you know they'd get at me on Facebook and all of a sudden they'd be back in my life so yeah the names have been changed to protect the kids yeah you don't need that man and I guess well I think I might take the same thing as you and just avoid it ours is coming up next year and nah not keen man but changing things up I want to know something that might surprise your fans to find out about you Ah, surprise my fans I don't know I'd um I'm a mad soccer dad so I'm a 
spend a lot of time driving my eight-year-old son to early morning soccer training. He trains twice a week on a good week. He's just been put up into Division One at the local wow. um, local club. So uh, you know he's going good, and I stand on the sideline and yell. So <laughs> um, you can imagine that. I can. <laughs> you know, yelling directions to young young children <laughs> um, that they either listen to or don't. You know, they're, they're far superior sportsmen than me. But yet I'm the one that stands there yelling at them, telling them what to do. Yeah, I can 100% relate to that because I'm like a, I guess, a soccer dad too, but in the basketball sense, and I sit there and yell from the sidelines and they know way more than me, man. I can't play sport to save myself. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jay. Well, I want to know another thing, man. What's a good recommendation from you? It can be anything, man. I want something that Jay from Friends or Rome recommends. It can be a band, can be a movie, can be anything. All right, check out the new album from a band called Coffin. Uh, it is sick. They're, um, they're some kids from the Northern Beaches of Sydney, um, and they just put out an album. They've actually been a band called Coffin, the same dude, since they were like 13. Yep. And now they're sort of 23, 24, and they're, um, they're yeah, they're, they're legendary. So they've already been a band for 10 years. Yeah, that's, um, that's crazy, starting so young, too. Yeah, and they're mad. They tour all around the world and stuff, doing like DIY food tours. So this album's like a real step up. It's, um, yeah, it's really cool because kind of, it's aggressive sort of punk stuff, but like lots of percussion and yeah, really smart lyrics and really well-played instruments and stuff. Um, it's a good time coughing. It's, a, it's an ac- acronym, anagram, acronym for Children of Finland Fighting in Norway. Ah, oh, there you go, man. That's crazy right up there. So there you go. Check that out. And we've also found out that you're a big-time soccer dad. What else does the future hold for Friends of Rom? You're not going to make us wait another six or so years for the next album, are you? I hope not. Yeah, I've, tried, I've started writing stuff. We're going to go to Europe in October and it's got a festival in Austria and some other shows around that. And then, yeah, we're playing the Marital Bowling Club, which is kind of like the Europe of the inner west. Nice. And, yeah, we just, you know, do bits and pieces, keep them a little rolling on. Hell yeah, that's what we like to hear. Well, don't miss Friends of Rom. They're playing at the Dead of Winter Festival this Saturday, the 7th of July from 1pm at the Jubilee Hotel and the Tivoli. Yeah, walking around, I'm actually playing in three bands that day. We're playing in Nancy Vandal, which is an old band that I used to play in. And I'm playing in a band called the Neptune Power Federation, which is a new band that my wife and I are doing. Nice. Where she plays part of the time travelling witch from <laughs> um, outer space. Wow, the busy day for you then, Jay. It's going to be a big day. Nice, man. We'll be sure to scoop your tickets up at OzTicks and hit these guys up. It is FrenzelRom, Facebook.com slash FrenzelRom. Get their merch at ArtistFirst.com.au or, of course, on Twitter, Twitter.com slash FrenzelRom. Thanks so much for joining us, Jay. Really appreciate it, man. Thanks, mate.